All right, y'all. So before we get started, I just wanted to preface everything and let y'all know that I'm recording this episode from my apartment. Matter of fact, I'm actually in my kitchen and uh, I live right in the middle of the city against a busy street. So throughout the episode, you may hear some sirens, uh, cars driving by, maybe a dog or two. But, you know, just let's treat that as texture, maybe not a distraction. All right, let's jump in. What's going on, y'all? You know, this is a special moment for us. It's our first episode of the podcast. It's your first time listening. It's my first time doing anything like this. And I just want to say welcome and thank you. You're listening to the podcast, Thorn in My Side. And I'm your host, Asa Featherstone IV. I'm recording here from Cincinnati, Ohio. Primarily, I'm a visual artist telling stories through photography and video. And I create work that offers new perspectives on shared experiences. And I'm happy that you're all joining me today. And I want to take this time to prepare you all for what's in store. Since this is my first episode ever... I'm sure y'all are wondering what this is all about. So the the main thing that we'll be doing with this podcast is uh, just taking some personal stories from marginalized individuals who have had experiences with racial bias and are willing to share some of these experiences that they've had with the the everyday microaggressions that they've gone through that may not always make it onto the headline news, but still have tremendous impact on how they live their daily lives and how they see themselves. All right, let me be real with y'all for a second. These aren't microaggressions. These are aggressions. And I'm only using that term because it's widely understood in the conversations that are happening right now. And I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page about the content that we'll be discussing through this podcast. Okay. This is not to be dramatized. These are real everyday stories of what it means to be black and brown in America. In each episode, I'll be leading a conversation with a collection of individuals from all different sorts of backgrounds, professions, interests, from within communities of color who are willing to share their story. And yo, I'm trying to have some fun and add some flavor to this, but at the same time, I'd be lying if I said that we wouldn't also be hitting and talking about some pretty traumatic experiences and instances. The intent for these conversations is to be more geared towards healing and for us to be able to have conversations around using these traumatic experiences and the knowledge that we gained and the perspective to begin to move forward as not only individuals, but as communities. So the hope is that in sharing these stories and bringing these experiences to life, that they can lead to helping us feel more alive, more connected, and more motivated to get up and make real impact. But before we jump right into the conversations, I wanted to talk to you all a little bit about the background before we kind of jumped in. So as a black male, I'm no stranger to any of these instances of everyday racism, the random pullovers, 
stop and frisks, the name calling. And if you're listening and identify as a person of color, I'm sure that you've gone through these experiences throughout your entire life without saying a thing about it. And that's because we were taught not to. You know, I think one of the earliest lessons that we learned is that, you know, racism is just rooted into the fabric of America and that you just kind of have to tough through it if you want to ever make it, a, uh, make it anywhere in this country. And that's been the whole narrative is suppression, you know, and over time, a lot of these daily experiences, they just like pile on top of one another. And they really, they really take a toll on us as individuals and as communities. And, you know, as a side note, I actually think that that's one of the primary reasons why the black community is so strong and connected is that we all have this common understanding of this struggle. And to some degree, you have an understanding of the pain and the trauma that the next person goes through without even having to say anything. And it's really interesting to be connected in that way. But I think that we owe it to ourselves to open up these conversations and start talking about it a little bit more. Because suppressing the pain every day takes away the opportunity for us to really take a moment to look at the wounds that we have and to even begin the healing process. And I think a a good illustration for this concept was a video essay that I watched uh, not too long ago by this guy named Garden Marcus, who interestingly enough uses plant metaphors to talk about life it's it's honestly it's really great anyway he runs an organization called choice forward and they created a video titled thorn in my side which is where honestly i drew a lot of inspiration for this podcast namely the title um and i won't go into it with too much detail but basically you know marcus paints a picture and talks about the the idea of us walking through a beautiful, beautiful rose field. And, but within each rose bush, there comes a set of thorns that you kind of have to duck and, and maneuver around in order to stay safe. And these thorns, they represent adversity and bias in our world. And occasionally when you're walking through this beautiful field, you get pricked by a couple of these thorns. And, you know, many of us just learn to deal with them and move forward or we're taught to Um, and over time as you continue to just push through um, and try not to worry about the thorn you build a callus and and you harden yourself and you just move forward because it's what you have to do but that doesn't mean that the thorn or the issue isn't real and so he brings in the context about what's going on now and the things that we're experiencing. And, and, and when you hear or experience so many uh, people addressing this and naming it and being vocal about this adversity or these thorns, and you see these videos and posts getting shared over and over and over again, it, it reopens the callus and it creates a raw wound. 
in, in order to remove the thorn efficiently, we have to act with kindness and patience to, uh, in order to properly begin the healing process, which takes a long time. And to me, that, that kind of struck home. Uh, and, that, and that felt like an honest representation of um, how I'd like to approach this podcast moving forward. So if you want to hear more about the this idea of the thorn in, in my side and want to watch the full video, I'll leave a link in the description. I uh, highly recommend it because uh, Marcus goes into a lot of detail and paints a really beautiful picture that kind of drives the idea home. And to be honest with y'all, like one of the other things that's uh, really sparked the idea to get this thing off the ground is like I'm I'm just tired. I am tired of seeing the cycle um, and the results of our racist, broken system in this country. And, you know, there are just so many of us who are all too familiar with this experience of extreme racism and police brutality. And we go through the cycle every time we hear the names. We hear the Trayvon Martins. We hear Philando Castile. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, the list just keeps going. Uh, just just as a quick aside, this was recorded before the incident where Jacob Blake was shot in the back. Um, but you get the idea. I'm not going to sit here and name every single name. That in and of itself is tiring. Okay. And as soon as we hear the names, you know, we go through the cycle of, of uproar, we protest, we hit the streets, we make sure our voices are heard, we use the hashtags, we keep these conversations going. And then as soon as we get a moment to rest, another name pops up, beginning the cycle all over again. And the emotional toll just gets heavier. And it's exhausting to have to endure day in and day out. And every time we go through this cycle, I think we have a tendency to to jump straight for reform and for policy, namely, uh, you know, police reform, changing government laws or focusing on presidential candidates, which is an essential part of the process and incredibly important and valuable to the progression and changing of systems. But in spending a lot of time on those larger, longer term issues, we often forget that it's the smaller things that we have control of on an everyday basis that need to be paid attention to as well. It's how you look at someone when they're on the other side of the street. It's the comments you make at work. It's how you think about someone when they're not even around. I think that we uh, lose sight of the fact that we all contribute to this racist system on a daily basis just by product of being here. And so I think that, you know, we often address the bigger pieces and ignore the small things and the behaviors that leave the big impact. So hopefully with this, with this series and with this podcast, we can start to have these conversations and don't get it twisted. I'm not taking any power or importance away from focusing on policy and reform. I'm just saying we don't have to wait another four years 
to start making things happen. So that's all I had for y'all today. What do y'all think? If you're still listening, I just want to first and foremost give y'all a huge, huge, huge shout out. And give it up for yourselves too. Clap it up, y'all. This is my very first podcast. This is my very first episode. I guess we could call this like the prologue. But I'm really excited for what's coming up. Um, and, you know, with this, with this, I just want to make it honest and real. But at the same time, I don't like to work in a vacuum. So if any of y'all have suggestions on who you'd like to hear from, or if you're interested in sharing your own story, hit me up. Just shoot me an email um, at whatsupasa at gmail.com. That's W-H-A-T-S-U-P-A-S-A at gmail.com. I would love, love, love to have conversations with, with you all. While we're on the topic of uh, shout-outs, I want to give a special shout-out to today's sponsor, uh, Refrigerator. Uh, I think it was turning on back there. It's making a little bit of noise. If you want to keep up on it, with what's going on with me in the daily, you can uh, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. I'm at SavvyOso, S-A-V-V-Y-O-S-O. And like I said, we got a lot in store for y'all. It's um, got some really good conversations ahead. I think you'll all really enjoy them. I'm going to keep them coming as consistently as I can in this house while we're locked in quarantine. So stay tuned for those. And once again, I appreciate each and every one of y'all for listening. Uh, Can't wait to hear what you guys think about the episodes that are coming up. And before I leave, I just wanted to let y'all know that none of us have any idea what we're doing. We just become better actors. And with that, I pray that y'all stay safe. Peace.